Welcome to the Bridge to God's Word podcast with Carla Unseth, a linguistic consultant for missionaries working in Bible translation. We invite you to visit us at www.bridgetogodsword.org to learn more about Carla's ministry. Now, here's linguistic consultant Carla Unseth. Carla Unseth again with Building a Bridge to God's Word. Um, in my last podcast, I talked a little bit about the translation process. So I thought this time I would talk a little bit more about the specifics of different parts of the process. Um, so last time I talked about how one of the first steps is survey, where a team goes in and discovers which langu- language groups need a translation. And I'm actually not going to talk a whole lot about that because I don't know that much about that part of the process. It's not something I've really been involved in. And maybe at some point I'll get an actual surveyor to tell you about that. Um, But the step after survey is language study and linguistics, and that's really what I know more about. So (laughs) we'll start there. Um, So as a linguist, a lot of people ask me how many languages I know. And when they find out that I only really speak one English, um, they ask how I can translate without knowing the language. So the answer to that lies in linguistics and in my linguistic studies. So um, in linguistics, we learn the building blocks of language and the overall structures of language. um, And we learn the, the various possible ways that languages work so that you can go into an area listen to them speak, and be able to fit the things that you hear into sort of a template for the language. So um, just to give you an idea of what that looks like, there's there's two areas of language that you kind of start with. And one is the sound system, and that's called phonology, and the other is the grammar. So in studying phonology, you learn all the different sounds that it's possible for the human mouth to make. So that's kind of those building blocks. Um, and, and then you learn how those sounds affect each other. And that's kind of the template you use as you study the language. So um, when you go into a language area, you start by listening. Um, listening and deciphering the different sounds that they use in their language. So let me give you a little example. And um, probably most Americans learn at least a little bit of Spanish in school. So if you have, if you learned some Spanish, you might have noticed that you had a hard time pronouncing certain things the right way. So one in particular is the B sound or the, the B letter. And what exactly does it sound like? So in the middle of the words, it sounds more like a V but not exactly like a V. So what sound is it? So to know the answer, you have to know a little bit about your mouth. When you pronounce the sound B, you're touching your lips together and closing them completely so no air can get through. So B, completely closing off that airflow. When you pronounce the sound V, it's similar, but there's two small differences. First, you're touching your top teeth to your bottom lip rather than both lips together. Um, Second, you are letting a little air escape between your teeth and lips. The airflow doesn't stop completely. So, mm, V. So the Spanish sound in question is kind of actually between those two. It uses both lips like B, but it doesn't completely close off the airflow. It lets a little air escape like V. 
So the sound is mmm. <laughs> so of course you can't see my lips right now. Um, but putting both lips together and letting that air go through between them, not stopping it completely. So those are the kinds of things that a linguist looks for as far as sound goes. So then the second area of language is grammar. And in studying grammar, you learn all the possible ways that words can be structured into sentences in the language. So one of the first things you can discover when you go into a language area is word order. So there's three main components of a sentence, the subject, the object, and the verb. And the order that these go in defines the word order for, for a particular language. So, for example, English is an SVO language. That means the subject comes first, then the verb, and then the object. So, like in the sentence, John kicked the ball. John is the subject, kicked is the verb, and ball is the object. So, SVO is actually the second most common type of word order. There are six types in all. SOV, which is subject, object, and then verb, is the most common. So, like... John the ball kicked. The least common is OSV or object subject verb such as the ball John kicked. So if this sounds a little familiar to you you might remember from Star Wars this is the way that Yoda talks. He, he talks object subject verb. So like happy you are that kind of thing. Um, so, of course, these are some very basic things that linguistics that linguists look at. And languages are very complicated. So linguists can spend years studying and analyzing a language. And a translator who comes in starts studying the language. And when they get to a good enough working knowledge to begin drafting, they move on and do that. But language study is a constant. They continue studying the language throughout the translation process. Um, just to continually improve that translation. So that's a little bit about the linguistics part of the translation process. Thanks for listening in. And again, um, feel free to let me know if you have questions or if you have suggestions for a future podcast. You can visit my website at www.buildingabridgetogodsword.org. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time.